On today's episode of the Legacy Podcast, I speak at UB North at a student leadership summit on the topics of club recruitment, retention, and marketing. I hope you enjoy. My thoughts go out to the UB North community as they recover from the devastation left behind Hurricane Dorian. I hope to see you back on your feet soon. You be strong.
but I gotta be able to get them some kind of emotional attachment so that they buy into the cause and are willing to stay committed to it in the long term. So, in terms of what your groups, right, what you should try to do in your recruitment process is, if you already have old videos, footage would be the best. Because with, 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 uh, with, with, old, with old videos, they have a lot because you're able to go out and actually show people what you've been doing, the impact your organization has been happening, happen, and then they can buy into that and see themselves being able to do that same thing. Every time you're trying to get someone involved in something, they got to see what the value is in it for them. And that might sound kind of selfish, but people really care about how they're benefiting from something. So if I can see that, okay, say I'm interested in plants, right? And you have a group on campus that helps with people being able to take their plants and plant new plants and all that stuff. If you position it as doing a video, showing yourself, going out and doing that, and showing the impact of something, and then you present that to me, I'm gonna be connected to that. You targeted that straight to me. So a part of marketing is understanding who you're trying to reach and who you're trying to connect with and targeting that message specifically to them. So if you if you send a message that is based on plants to me, and I love plants, I'm gonna connect with that, and it's more likely that you'll convert me into someone who wants to be a part of your group. So that's a big thing in being able to recruit people. And then being able to recruit people also is your branding. So I started talking about some of the digital ways, and we have a lot of different uh, mediums to distribute messages. A lot of you think of social media, and you just think, hey, there's social media go on there, look at the funny tweets, laugh, a couple of things, and that's life, right? But for a lot of people, it's actually a business. And I don't want you to think of social media as, as just being a business or just being this. Just think of it as a distribution channel. So in life, you always have different distribution channels. And distribution channels are basically a way to get out your message. So I don't know if a lot of you notice this, but the icon for Twitter is a bird, right? And no one really ever thinks about why the icon is a bird. The reason they made the icon a bird is because you're trying to get one message and just spread it out to a bunch of people. And that's how they used to spread messages back in the day. They used to tie a little message to the bird's leg and send it off, and that's how you used to spread messages. So Twitter is using that now because it's a distribution channel to do the same thing. The only thing is now we have advances in technology, so they're using technology to do the same thing. So think of Twitter as a way to just spread your message, or think of social media as a way to spread your message. And the thing about spreading your messages, right, they'll always be new channels. One time radio didn't exist, one time television didn't exist, it'll always be something new. So I'm not the type of person to be like, I love uh, social media will be the best thing forever, right? Because it'll change, it'll always be something new. But you gotta look and observe at the most efficient and effective ways to get out your messages. She just talked about finances, right? So why would I spend a thousand, two thousand dollars to put a newspaper ad in the ad in, in, in the thing about people being recruited to my organization, right? But at one time, in say like the terrific paper, right? Some people might read it, but you might be targeting that to the right people, and then some a lot of people won't read it. A lot of people don't read the newspaper, so they ain't gonna see it, right? When I could just Use my phone, you don't even need to buy an expensive camera, right? Record what they're doing, capture that, and tell a story to someone, right? And put that online on various social media channels, and redistribute that as many times as I want to. So, that newspaper thing, you pay your money, you pay thousands of dollars, right? You send that out once. Okay, if someone sees it, they see it. If a lot of people don't see it, they don't see it, and then you don't never get to redistribute it, but I'll spend that money again, right? When I can just develop content on my camera, of capturing the same message and being able to tell that story and present it online over and over and over at a way cheaper cost. So for example, right? I don't know, I saw you all ever see sponsored ads on Instagram. I can easily go on my phone right now and I can pay $6 over the course of three days, so $2 a day, right? And I can promote a video, send the same message I would put in that newspaper article to a thousand or like 2,000 people, depending on how I, and I, and I can change that based on how I change the days and stuff like that, right? but you could send that message to them. Way more people can see it, but the next thing is you could target your message. So, Facebook, 
Instagram is owned by Facebook. Facebook has a lot of our personal information. We give it to them for free. You go in there, you sign up, you like various things, you show them what you're interested in. So they have a way better understanding of who you are than you would really think. And also, the next thing that just came out, they actually been listening to like your messages, like turning the mics on to people's phones and to like listen to what they talk about and stuff. So that's a whole different thing. But they know a lot about you, right? So they're able. Yeah. So, they're, so they know a lot about you, right? So they're. <laughs> so anyway, they, they know a lot about you, right? So they're able to target ads specifically to what your interests are. So like I said, right, if I talk about plants and then I talk to someone who's interested in plants, it's more likely that they'll convert because they're interested in it. I could talk about plants all day, but if that person only care about cats, then I'm wasting my time. So you gotta go to the people and, and, and be able to articulate a message to interested people who can be interested in what you have to offer. So with that, right, I could target at that one time, reach the specific people that I know would be interested in what might be first to offer, recruit them, get them interested. You have people coming into your organization who really care about the cause, so that means they can fight with you in the long run. They can spend them extra hours. You might not have to pay a lot of them money if money was a thing. And you win it. But you win it because you take the time to target and recruit properly and efficiently. I can go all about the place recruiting, but you can be wasting your time. And time is so valuable. I, I can't just keep on that point. Time is very valuable. You only have a limited amount of time. You only have a certain capacity. You could do certain, uh, certain things, and you only have certain resources, right? So you've got to use your time wisely. So if I'm trying to get people and recruit them, I want to recruit as efficiently as possible. So I want to send my messages to people who will really be interested in those messages. And then the thing I love about the new distribution channel of social media is that, okay, I'm going to send that six dollars right again. There ain't no reason. After those three days, and I can just send that over and over and over and retarget. And you have your own content you created that you can redistribute as much as possible. And you don't have to worry about the people who own the newest stuff or whatever saying, oh, there's so much uh, spaces, or I don't want you to put this back in our paper and then there or this and that. So you could bypass all that. There are so many ways for us to bypass stuff now with the technology we have. Even in terms of being able to, to, to present yourself. Like a lot, a lot of you in here probably, some of you might want to be an entrepreneur and some of you might want, want to get a job. But you can use social media to help you get a job. And people don't think it, right? If I take a piece of paper nowadays with a resume to someone, right, and I try to present that on there to, to their secretary, a lot of people's secretaries, they might look at you and they might have some kind of hatred towards you. A lot of them want to be paper throw it in the garbage. Just because they don't want, they feel like you can threaten their position. They don't want you in that position, right? So instead of doing that, why would I not just utilize a platform like LinkedIn, which is the digital resume, put out content on myself so people can find out about who you are, what you're interested in, in, and actually be able to leverage that into getting the opportunities you want to get. For example, right? At 23 years old, I was the, I was an advisor at the Small Business Development Center, which I said I recently resigned from. And I got this position from putting out various free articles on platforms like LinkedIn about marketing, branding, various elements of business. And they could see I knew what I was talking about, right? So instead of me helping to go towards them and say, can you all please hire me to do this, do that? I never had to do that. They came to me and asked me to do it because they knew I knew what I was talking about. And I did that by putting out free information online that got them interested. So what you need to do is take some time to develop content for your various groups. First of all, find out what your group is about. You really become passionate about that because then you'll be able to tell the story which your group is, is about better. And you can develop content around that and distribute that to all the people and then that's how you recruit people better. And even on your campus, right, your group can be fighting with another group. It's like, not, not, not actually physically fighting, but like bonding. That's like business. It's positioning, right? So when you walk into a store, they have a bunch of products on the shelf, right? But why do you always buy the same product? Why do you always buy Mahatma rights? Why do you always buy these different things? You buy them because they don't position themselves in that spot. So a good story in this would be 
So, uh, with soda, right? Coca-Cola was the first person people that made the cola soda, right? Like they, they are slogans actually yesterday again. Like they were the first people to make the Coca-Cola soda, right? And when the company Pepsi wanted to compete with them, Pepsi understood that they wouldn't get any more bacteria or be number two if they position themselves as a Coke soda, right? But they made Mountain Dew as like the anti-Coke soda because they realized that Coke had already dominated the position in that person's mind as the first Coke soda. So what you need to do is figure out how to position yourself. Another story of this is, right? Actually, I ain't going to want to do that. But the thing you really need to do is figure out how to position yourself as the group that someone else, someone wants to be in. When they think of the best group one on UB's campus, you want your group to be number one in their, in their mind. So you gotta work towards position, positioning yourself as that. And you could do that through your physical presence, actually interacting with people in person, but you also could take advantage of the digital assets available to you. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of my thing. So, please, questions, please. I know I probably talk over the whole thing really fast. So, questions, please. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of that was kind of like broken now, right? Like, yeah. all right, all right. I don't, because I hate listening to speeches when people come and like you can't understand. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, L I N K O S O N. It's like a few updates going on, and that's the thing. That's pretty much the business version of Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So, take advantage of that. So what is the best group on UB's campus? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. 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 building leadership skills and helping you to develop those leadership skills. Um, also, once you join it, it's a one-time payment. Once you join it, you're in it for life. The benefit of it is um, awards, scholarships, discounts at different stores in the United States. And if you were to put it on your reference, I mean, not your reference, your resume, and you plan to go to the States to work, you get first reference for jobs. Just as a question, in terms of like leadership, do you have people that come and speak or like, yeah. okay, so that's like one of the main challenges to yeah. empower people to be leaders? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you can Yeah, uh, it's 
first thing in my mind, and I'm like, chemistry, and I hate chemistry, sorry. <laughs> but like, that's the first thing in my mind, and I was like, ah, I don't want to deal with chemistry, this, that, blah, blah, blah. But when you break it down into the practical sense of how this is helping us and what the causes and stuff like that, it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 And then you got to be able to preserve this environment, and then we also got to be able to love some wishes in this environment, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Saucy. <laughs> So mommy, you listen to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I couldn't dance, and the reason I can't dance, you put a mental block on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, sorry, you can finish. Oh yeah, this group is very family orientated. Um, as soon as it, for, from speaking personally, when I entered this club, I was really, you know, close and energized, but now I'm really more courageous and more bold and out there. That's and that's basically that you, you would really find yourself and you would really Learn to be yourself. I love that. And then, I love that. That's like a key to that mindset, right? And then, too, even with your own groups, right? Your own groups gotta find itself. And you gotta be able to, so when you find yourself, you're able to position yourself and be in a blue ocean. So, a blue ocean is pretty much where, I'll tell you what a red ocean is for. A red ocean is where a bunch of people trying to fight over the same fish, a bunch of sharks, right? And they're fighting up all the fish in the same area. You're fighting over the same resources. You turn in the water red, it's bloody. But you could also have your own blue ocean where you do something unique. Instead of trying to get on the snappers, you go try getting on jack or something over there, and you go chase after that. You in your own ocean, your water still doing stuff like that. You in your own lane doing your own thing. And you are able to do that, and you find out what it makes you unique. So with all your groups, you all got to find out what makes you all unique and tap into that. Because that's the only way you can position yourself as something people see as different. So, yeah. it, it, for example, right, if everyone in here just programmed themselves to try to be, which, which society tries to do us? program himself to try to be exactly like each other, right? You would never stand out. Why would someone look at you and be like, that person is more valuable than that person if all y'all do the same thing? That's like, for example, right? Even getting a degree, right? You gotta be able to tap into that degree and make that valuable. So there's a lot of people in school who have the same degree as me, yeah. but they never really tap into, into it to make it valuable. So if some, if you're taking that degree to someone, right? Through the traditional means of taking that paper out there and presenting that out there, that's right. How are they really able to look into that paper and see what differentiates you? You gotta add some type of value in yourself to be able to stand out in the marketplace. That's why I also like mediums like LinkedIn because it's a way for me to present who I am unfiltered. I can type out some words uh, on, on a resume and present it and say, this is who I am. But if I do a video that's like just depicting my old character, you can see all my movements, you can see how I really think, you can see how I vibe. That's a whole different feeling for someone. That recruiter, instead of just looking at you like a number, like this number 200, and like, we're not right, like 232, right? Instead of them just looking at you like you know, 232, they look at you and see a volume in you as a person and they connect emotionally and then they're interested in you being a part of their organization. So, yeah. Well, currently I'm the president of social work. This 
club is basically just coming off the ground because it wasn't like how it used to be. And the reason why I think that, well, first of all, I think everyone in this room should be a part of social work club because social work is not just about how they have it for social workers that they just go into the children's home or they take children from their parents and so forth. But no, social workers are all basically a society in which we help individuals. We help individuals not just with children, we help with mental, we help with um, addiction, we help with many other stuff. Just like how we have to speak with Mr. Martin. We help basically with your entire being. So with our society, what we're doing is not just for social workers, it's for students, who just, students and others who just want to be a part of something great who want to make a change and not just say, hey, um, they're not going to just sit down and talk about it. They're going to actually want to put action into it. So that's basically what I decided. Okay. I would definitely join the club. Just saying. Like, I, I really want to make a, a change in society. And when you position it that way, it makes you want to join. So Vince, would you just explain, right, is that, and, and this is a, like a tip for you with your group, what you just explained is that there's a stigma behind the social stuff, right? Where they label it as every time you take a social, it's positioned in someone's mind as take my job, I get my job back, this that problems with the family, all that. But when you position it in the next way and you put out a more uh, stories about that and more, you know, depict that type of brand philosophy more, you build your reputation as being about that. And then when people think about you, they think about that instead of thinking about all the old bad stuff. So it's instead of thinking about negative stuff, they think about positive stuff. And when they think about positive, and you connect with them positively, they want to connect with you. So, so that's, that's nice. Okay, so like I was telling you earlier, classes is uh, basically an entrepreneurial club. It's not just about the business minded, but this is also do community service. Um, and Social entrepreneurship. Right. Solid. Exactly. So, this semester, what we're focusing on is um, introducing students on campus as well as off campus into the entrepreneurial world, helping them to develop their business, as well as helping them to give back to the community. So, that's what we're focusing on. And I just love the fact that you mentioned not just on campus but outside the campus because there should be, okay, for example, right, people being able to get on the campus, there might be a barrier entry to them actually being able to get out. They might have the money to be able to afford to get out, right? But they might have some really good ideas. There has to be that collaboration at the end of the day we're all being in. So we have to find various ways to collaborate and push our society forward. I don't think that we should we should block people out just because they're not able to pay to gain access to certain education or they might have certain circumstances that don't give them the luxury of at that time. So, try to commit themselves to that. I mean, you always can learn, but you might not have time to be able to sit down in a formal setting and educate yourself, so that's powerful. And then entrepreneurship is powerful. If we don't own that, we don't control that, so we gotta be able to create sustainable systems where you do our thing. I like that. I like that. I'll be an entrepreneurship club, for sure. For sure. FDA. <laughs> yes, there's double Okay, so my name is Ophelia. This is my first year being a part of SGA, but from my experience of being at UV, they've always been a club or an organization that helps you with service and helps you with your problems. Whereas my position being senator, I work hand in hand with students with their issues that they may have academic wise, they may have 
policy-wise and making sure that their rights as a student is fulfilled. I like that. I like that. So you're pretty much the voice for change. You advocate on behalf of the students. Pretty much. So that means y'all would probably have like meetings and stuff. Y'all sit down and they let you know what they what problems they see and stuff like that, and you address it. So he's a change agent. That's that's solid. Yeah. Okay, um, well, this is the first time that we've actually done something like this at the Northern Campus, and I think they only have something I'll show you, but it's something unique to our campus. But student ambassadors are students who represent the University of Bahamas wherever they go. We do recruitment exercise. We have students come over and spend weekends on campus just so they can get a college feel. So it's basically about just expressing our individuality, um, sharing our experiences at college, and also just mentoring high school students and telling them the importance of why they should come to the University of the Bahamas and make it their first choice. I love that. And you're all essential in the whole branding of the University of Bahamas. You're like the, like the first people people see when you go out into the field and connecting with these people. So pretty much with people like y'all being intelligent and well-versed in what y'all doing, y'all be able to sell people on the University of Bahamas and get them to want to connect with you. So that's, that's perfect. We, I, I cut off a cop, so y'all be